When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more. And Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to Geico.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more. And Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to Geico.com or contact your local agent today. Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more. And Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to Geico.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the fight in. It's the fight in.
Episode 6, season 5. <laughs> season 6, episode, episode five. 5. You wrote it down for me. Yeah, no, I tried to be as clear as I could, but didn't quite work out. So, so I think well, people might be a bit confused while they're getting a podcast over the weekend. Um, over this season, we're going to try and be a little bit more reactionary. Um, we record much more centrally now, so it's a little bit easier for people to get together. Uh, and obviously, we were drawn in our group, uh, Champions League group, uh, against... You know, uh, CSK Moscow Bayern Leverkusen and Monaco um, I'm here just with T yeah just the two of us today yeah it's first time a bit nervous um, yeah a bit weird a bit, bit awkward I'm mean, yeah. used to having like being surrounded by people but yeah. now it's just a team and pod but but you know as Flav said I think this this season we're going to try and do more um, as they call it Gonzo podcast I just do them off the, off the cuff um, Gonzo just makes me think of porn yeah. Now I'm thinking about porn. Well, you could just do porn anyway, so we can do our podcast anyway. So like, like bang bus. <laughs> that's what? what? <laughs> that's, 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 that's the genre. Maybe we should get a bus. Maybe we should get a bus. Right? Do, do a fake taxi, get someone off the street. Yeah, yeah. We'll, no, we'll pick up female fans at a pod. Yeah. Just take them on a drive and then fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. That, that was very much a joke. Yeah, um, it was a joke. We it wasn't misogyny either, because that's, no, that's no. what happens between a man and a woman. Well, yeah. It's sex. Yep, lots Sorry, of sex. Don't, don't be ashamed, T, it's fine. No, no, I'm, I'm liberated. I think being in this podcast has liberated me a lot. Before I was very uptight, but now I'm like... Do you reckon? There's things... You're kind of much more kind of liberal than you're human now. Yeah, I mean, I, I thought the whole pushback thing was just me, but I, so, <laughs> I get asked that even up to now, even though I said that like five seasons ago. Well, it's not gay if you, unless you push back. Yeah, it's only if you push back, it's, it's you know, just... Yeah, but then like, if, if you don't push back, it's forced, which makes it an altogether different thing. Yeah, I didn't really think that one through. <laughs> no, I've never really been, been pulled up on it, but... But anyway, we're going to try and record a podcast. <laughs> um, gonna... I've never really been caught up on it. <laughs> caught up in a situation where you've had to think about it too much. That's never, it just, it just gets said. Yeah, um, that's amazing. This is a good way to start it, our, our little impromptu podcast. Um, yeah, so we did get... We got Drew against CSK Moscow, uh, Bayern Leverkusen, Monaco... We're in the Champions League, but it feels like we're still in the Europa League. Yeah, we've had that. We've been a few people have said that. I think there's a few tweets during the rounds saying that. Um, I think there's just such um, a wide range of feelings about it because there's no consensus. I don't think the consensus is that we're happy to just be in it and get teams that we can beat. Yeah. With the consensus, we would have at least had maybe a Barcelona, a Glamatai. Mm. Um, what, what, what do you think? From my point of view, I'm a little. I'm, I'm a little bit underwhelmed. I would have, would have had at least one big gun because um, I think within within Inter Milan back in 2010, that's the memory that you can tell your kids about. And I guess what we lost. Well, then, no, then we beat them at Wild Lane. Yeah, we did. So it's a big scalp. But ultimately, we'll have to face. And I feel that we're going to have to beat a great team anyway. So why not just do it in the group stages? But. I'm just happy to be in it, really. Mm. Now I've had a day to really absorb it. I'm just happy to be in it. What, um, was, the, what was the consensus on Twitter? Because it was kind of a division well, of opinion. That's, that's the thing. It was split down the middle. It was split down the middle. I mean, um, in, I mean, the grounds are quite small. I, I think, um, I think Leverkusen fifteen hundred. Yeah, fifteen hundred. I think Monaco is eight hundred, and Chiska Moscow might be a bit less. Eight hundred. I think it's like twelve hundred when in Europa. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. I think the allocations changed for Champions League. Mate, so. to be honest, you'll be able to at Monaco. You'll be able to get tickets for fun. Well, yeah, it's not really a footballing 
place, is it? Really, no, they're, they're it's, into other it's, stuff. It's barely a place. I hate it. I hate. <laughs> I hate it. I hate the place. Never going back to Monaco again. I wouldn't go back to Monaco. I was going to say if you paid me or give me a free <laughs> ticket, I, I would. I would. I'd follow Spurs anywhere, but it it was so let down, so expensive. I was gutted when that came out, to be honest, because I was thinking about what I could afford to do. I'm not yeah. going to Moscow at a cost of fortune, and you might get a shilling as yeah, well. Yeah, the MMA hooligans would be out of force. Yeah, I mean that's not. The, I'm worried about that. Too. I can no, of course, no, a lot. Yeah, well, but I mean, when when the draws happen, I mean, I think on Tuesday when we recorded the pod, I think we asked for for a reaction to that draw. And I think I put that in running order. The reason why I put that there is because um, Inter Milan was a team I long loved in Italy. I mean, I'm not saying I've, I know every single player that they've ever had, but I always they're always kind of my Italian team. I remember George thought, "Fuck yes, I'm going to, um, you know, immediately get tickets and yeah. arrange travel straight away." But this season, it doesn't feel like there's any games that are like, "Yeah, straight off, I'm going to book time off work and go." That's just how. The thing is, I, I'd, I'd love. I've been, I've been to Leverkusen. Um, I saw him play in 2008, I think it was, 2007, 2008. Yeah, I remember that. Berbatov, he drew out there, won one penalty. Yeah. We went out there without tickets because there, no, there weren't enough, you know, it was 1,200. And back then, Spurs, European travel was insane. I mean, we take thousands for a yeah. Europa League game. It's a little bit different now because it's not as exciting. I think we were out of the competition for 10 years at the time. Yeah. Um, had a great time in, uh, in, in Cologne, but I had to watch it in a pub. And... Uh, I don't know if I'll do it again. I've got, I've got to pick and choose what I can do. I ain't got the money to go to all of them. You're going to all the home games, though, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, well, actually, no. I've got tickets for all the home games. Yeah, I bought the package. Um, but I've got, I'm away. I'm out of the country for the first game. Just yeah, I think real. a few people are. I know a couple of other mates who can't make the first one. Yeah, but I think we drew Leverkusen in 1999. I think Stephen Carmichael made a late error and they knocked us out. Oh. Uh, Kaiser Slaton. Oh, for fuck's sake, yeah. Fuck, that why, is terrible. Why have I got this Barney's Brain Busters? I know, I know. I, I just know. can't believe no something the team does it. You're actually crestfallen. I know, I know. <laughs> your face. The whole mystique is gone. You're, you're going to be in bed and you're going to be that, you know, it's that little cartoon fist that you keep posting. Oh, shit, yeah, 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 that, the Arthur one. Arthur's fist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when he's falling asleep, his little fist will God, yeah. Up. No, I've got a sworn it was late because now it's Kaiser Slaton. Yeah. And um, didn't Carl score two own goals or one that come off his ass or something? Might have been. I think there was a bit of violence out there as well, from from memory. Tight, isn't it? Yeah, so that's every, what we do. That's yeah, what we do. Everywhere we go, that's, that's how we get on. But um, but I'm going to go with the first question from um, Lily White Duke, and I said, "Does Levy have a time machine and knew the draw all along? <laughs> Hence, a good person in the Wembley packages." I did think that when I. When, that's a great question. When when I saw him, I was like. Like no, no wonder they sold sold those tickets so quickly because yeah. you was expecting one. We were lucky. I mean, forget all the facts about going to see a, a, a glamour tie and in inverted commas. You're, we, we were lucky to get that group. It could have been so much worse. There was a time as the draw was coming out that we could yeah. have got Real Madrid, Dortmund, uh, Bayern Munich, uh, and, and a couple of other really dangerous groups. Yeah. You know, if we can top this group, if we can get out and top this group, we could get a decent draw in the in the knockout. We win that, and then that's a big tie. No, exactly. I think we can be can be confident with the group, um, but yeah, it does feel like um, if we'd have known the group and then the tickets went on sale, then I don't think it'd have sold as well as, as that. I'd, I'd still have bought all three, but <laughs> I don't. Um, I don't know how well it has sold. Is it close to 
this package is all gone. Or? Well, there's all smoke and mirrors before, wasn't it? They um they, they go on sale for members next week for individual games um for three days, the second to the fifth of September. Really? The tickets go on sale oh, for members. Weird, weird, oh, weird, uh, weird, I think because the games the games are fortnight away, isn't it? The, the Monaco game the fourteenth of September, so it's yeah. not that far away. That uh, that might be some, some some of the reason behind it. But um. But yeah, no, it wouldn't surprise me at all if Levy knew. <laughs> just finds a way of things working out for him, doesn't he? Oh, yeah. Uh, but still, you know, just being able to go to Wembley with that many people, it's going to be a great occasion. Absolutely great great occasion. Um, do you think we'll win the group? We can. We, we absolutely can. Um, it would mean winning an away game in Europe. Yeah, we don't we, tend to do that. We have, I, I think I read somewhere, this might be wrong, you'll know better than me, actually. Um, when was the last... Actually, I'll ask you a bit of brainy, body brain busting. I'll put you on the spot here. When was the last time we won away in Europe? It might be Shamrock. We beat them four 0 I reckon I'm wrong. Fucking Shamrock. Yeah, we 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 actually was out. We was out of the Europa League, and I think we put the kids in. Hey, yeah, I think Townsend scored too. Is that away? Yeah, it's away. Yeah. All right, imagine if it was in proper Europe, not Ireland, because that 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 means I was completely wrong with what I thought. Oh fuck. Um, Away, away, away. The last time I... And maybe it's... Oh, you know I'm fucking confusing it with a, with me going travelling and not seeing Spurs away because we beat Besiktas as well. 2-0, I think. Yeah. Um, it was uh, Slavia Prague. That was the last time I saw Spurs win away. Fuck me. Yeah, we that, must have won Tintin. I guess that'll be one for It's the, what I've seen. What I've seen. We'll get, we'll get corrected, no doubt. Uh, no, I think you're right at Shamrock, I think. Um, we probably won one last year now we said that, haven't we? Yeah. Um, yeah, so... People single malt suds. He sent a question. It says, "If people love Barcelona so much, shouldn't they just marry them?" Do you know what? I'm fucking with him. It's loving. <laughs> it's loving with Barcelona, fucking Real Madrid, Messi, Ronaldo. It winds me up. The the thing with the thing of football now and the world being a smaller place is that as a child, you know, when I loved Barcelona and Inter Milan, mm. you saw them from afar. You didn't see much of them. You saw their kits. Their kits had mystique to it. Barcelona famously went without a sponsor until about maybe seven, eight years ago. Yeah. And that was admirable. You know, they were more than a club, as, as it says in their seats. But now it feels all very corporate. They've got their, you know, they're sponsored by some... I don't know what they're sponsored by now. I think it's Azerbaijani thing before. It, well, it used to be Qatar Airlines. Yeah, and then it was... Because initially it was UNICEF and all the rest yeah, of it. Yeah, that's cool. That's what I mean. But now it's like, well... I mean, I can understand they can't fall too far behind Real Madrid. Otherwise, what's the point of them? They can't, they can't afford to... Um, can't so really stick to those principles. It's similar with the Athletic Bill Bauer. I think they had um, every player. I don't know if it was them or Sociedad, but one one of them had players from the Basque region. They had to have some link with that region, and now they've had to wave it a little bit because you've got to be competitive. It was Bill Bauer. Yeah. Only yeah. Only Basque players. Yeah. Play. So things like that. I guess it's hard for teams to really retain that kind of mentality in the state as if they want to be competitive, mm. which is a shame, really. Um. I mean, yeah, I mean, I do love Barcelona, but now it's it's becoming more difficult to love them. I just think fucking anyone could be as good as... I mean, well, I get that they've built, their, they've built their club to a point where they can have the best three strikers in the world in the same team. Yeah. But I just... I'm bored. I hate teams that win all the, te- all the time because it makes a mockery of the competitions, really. That's my point. I mean, you know, I mean, that's what, that's what I've always said. I mean, it's not... Exciting to support a team who's just expected to win. I mean, you know, if you've won a tournament, oh yeah, you've won again, and I just don't, just don't really get it. But there's an article out today. I think it's in, from ESPN. Um, Dan Kilpatrick from Tottenham Way should have him on our pod in a few weeks, actually. Yeah. 
But I think it's Pochettino wants to follow the Barcelona model with the um, with the academy, with La Masia. So Bardi pronounce it better than me. Yeah. But he's what saying, that um, La Masia, that's the name of the academy. What I mean, what's what's the model though? Do you know? Oh no, the model is that um, they they produce a lot of kids from within their own academy. They play the same style of football from the first team to the under nines, and just create a philosophy of playing <laughs> football. And I think Pochettino realizes that we can't buy a Pogba. Um, we can't buy um, a Di Maria for 60 million or whatever so we want to produce our own stars and I guess from that position that's quite admirable in, in modern football we want to produce the stars so Barcelona can buy them well either way I mean what's it um, what's his face M- Mason might be going for more than 12 million I think yeah Bentaleb I don't know if it's a loan loan to buy move yeah but what's the, what's the clause How would it be four, is it 14 or 20 oh, for, to buy it I think it's 20, 20 euros, 20 million euros. 20 so. euros, that's about what he's probably worth. Well, it? <laughs> 20, 20 million euros for, yeah. for Bentaleb would be insane money. No, it would, exactly. So I think Pochettino really just buying to the idea of building our academy. And um, I think so, I mean, there was a lot of work done before with uh, Mercado Moniz, as, as Indy wrote about in the fanzine, and yeah. I think Pochettino's happy to carry that on. So that's something to admire Barcelona about, that they do try and produce their own no, players. No, I, I, do, I do admire them in that respect, but I'm just fucking sick of them. I don't, I, do you want to see Barcelona in another final? No. Another semi-final? No. Do you want to see him get knocked out in the group stages? Well, oh, I'd love that. Exactly, everyone would love that. But they're, they're, they've drawn against uh, Man City, so that's got narrative written all over it. Pep Guardiola's old club. Did you see? Did you see Roberto Carlos? No, I missed the whole draw. Right, so so there was a moment where Roberto Carlos picked up a ball and put it back. <laughs> you know what that means, didn't you? God, warm balls. Warm balls. And then... I, like, I like warm balls. <laughs> In terms of, if I have to choose between cold and warm, yeah. but not when they're they're being used to pick teams. And you just can see, like, the odds of Man City and Barcelona getting drawn together, I don't know what they are, but they, they've got to be quite slim. Yeah. You know, if someone picked, if you had to bet on it, I don't know what they are, right? But I imagine it's not, you know, it's much more likely they wouldn't get drawn together. So the fact that they've put, and I'm not suggesting that this was fixed, but previously FIFA have admitted to warming balls. It's ridiculous. Then... Which is crazy. But when he picks it up, why pick it up and then put it down? Unless it was a reflex, I don't know. God knows. There was one, I saw a vine with, um, with Ian Rush and he dropped a ball. He and he picked and he picked one up, and they're saying it wasn't the same ball. <laughs> but they didn't, they didn't didn't say what team it was. Well, this is the climate we're in now. Where no one trusts FIFA. No, no one, one trusts them at all. No one trusts at all. And there's so much. Um... It's not FIFA, though, is it? It's UEFA. UEFA, but Whatever, they're, 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 not, they're no better. I mean, no, I think we'll. I mean, with the revamping of the Champions League as well, we know that they're cunts. But all oh, right, yeah, let's have a little chat about that because um, there's this fucking. So what they what they want to do, right? They want to open more spaces up to the bigger leagues, so England would get. Uh, four top four would qualify automatically, and fifth and should one of the uh, no sorry uh, fuck I fuck this I think I think this is what it is right this is, I understand it top four we get an extra spot in five and if one of those top four clubs don't qualify i.e. Chelsea like last year they could make it on a merit pass so yeah. historical merit. So, because of their performances previously, the yeah. fact that they've had a bad season and haven't qualified would be okay because you've done well in Europe in the past and that would that means you, you, you could get into the competition, which makes it harder for lesser teams like Dundalk, for example, who nearly qualified for the Champions League. Yeah. If they were to qualify, they've already made a lot of money, more than they could imagine because they get gates of about 800, 900. They've, they've qualified, uh, ni- qualified for the Europa League so they're guaranteed somewhere between five and seven million for their efforts. But yeah. if they would have got into the Champions League, that would have made that club. That would have made them for the next ten years. 
But because of this historical merit place, teams like Dundalk and you know any, even Spurs previously wouldn't have got in. Do you think it's a bit of a reaction to, to Leicester winning in the league? No. <clears throat> because um, the way the Champions League is marketed is that the best players in the world play in it. And this season you've got Ibrahimovic, Pogba's not playing in there, um, Mkhitaryan's not playing in there, um, Oscar, sorry, um, Eden Hazard's not playing in there. Yeah. And they've obviously got to think, well, you know, we can't market a drink water or an Oil Brighton or a Vardy. No. And we've got these players missing out. They're probably thinking, well... This is almost like um, a fail-safe thing, kind of. I think there's definitely merit in that. There's also a school of thought that this is UEFA's gambit in convincing the top teams in each division to not break away and form a Super League. That, that, yeah. That's the school of thought. So there's this idea that, that, that top five clubs or top four clubs from each country um, will, will break away and form like a 16-team Super League. They've been talking about that since the 80s. Yeah, but now there's this kind of... Do you remember this kind of clandestine meetings that have been yeah. happening? And um, I think the rumour goes, the narrative goes that, that UEFA are worried about this. Because if the big teams pull out of this competition and form their own competition, which they're, they're within their rights to do, then um, that fucks his Champions League. Because it's literally just left with Europa League teams. Well, I've, I've heard rumours of um, having one group game in another country. What does that mean? So, um, if, so, I don't know, Barcelona and Man City are in the same group, have their game in a neutral venue, i.e. Dubai or New York. To further the appeal? Yeah, yeah further, further the brand. You wouldn't There's put, talk of that. You wouldn't, you wouldn't push any of it. And, and it, you, none of that surprises me. And, then, and you think, never more has football been a business, business than it is right now. Yeah. And, and I think that's what people forget. As fans, we still... We're still convinced that it's a club sport, and uh, and we're members of a club, and, and this is about the fans ultimately. But it really isn't. It's about the note. It's about the dollar, and you know this is just they'll do whatever they can to maintain the status quo, which offers them so much money. Well, this is it's bizarre. The I mean, clubs, before... sorry, Steve. Look, the clubs are so expensive. Uh, 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 there's so much income coming into clubs now that they're becoming more powerful collectively. The clubs probably. You know, are worth more than than UEFA, the six, sixteen biggest clubs yeah. in the league. They're, they're, you know, they're worth a huge. United's apparently worth a billion pounds. You know what I mean? It's, they're they're becoming more and more powerful in the same way that players became more and more powerful, and what they could demand of football clubs. Clubs are becoming more demanding, uh, more more powerful in what they can demand from UEFA and FIFA. I mean, the, the funny thing with all this is um, when the Premier League was formed, Chelsea weren't part of the big five. Chelsea were a yo-yo club in the. 10, 15 years prior to 1992. Mm. And Matthew Harden came in with a cash injection early on in the, in the Premier League era. And now Chelsea are regarded as a club who the Champions League can't do without. You know, yeah. it's just, just funny how these things kind of pan out. If Tottenham had, you know, Birkenshaw and that came along, and if we got relegated in 19, 1987, mm. and we had a Birkenshaw type figure to take us back up, mm. and win the, I don't know, the UA. When the FA Cup in 1991, when the UEFA Cup in 1994, how big would Tottenham be now? You know, because I think the early, the formative years of the Premier League, that sticks in the memory. There's not many successful teams. I mean, you got you got Leeds who were fairly successful in in the 90s, and um, they've gone by the wayside. But just, it's just timing. I mean, I probably sound a bit bitter, but no, it's just just irritating. No, it is. It is. It is timing. It is all those things, and, and it is irritating. Um, Especially when it didn't happen to your own club, but I I, I, th I don't think about Spurs when I think about the damage that this stuff does. Like the 
Champions League elite and changes to, to uh, changes to competitions to ensure that the status quo remains and that the biggest clubs play in the competition the biggest players play in the competition because I think actually Tottenham would benefit from all of these rules if Tottenham were including, included in this Super League not, not sure what they would be but it would benefit us as a club Yeah, but I'm willing to forgo that benefit if it means the game remains a genuine competition a competition where money is is spread as evenly as, as possible because all of these clubs are businesses you can't expect Man City and Man United to not earn as much money as they possibly can yeah. but the, the TV rights you know because I've always been a, I've always been critical of the amount of money in the game but actually if you look at what happened last season and this season that, that clubs in the, finishing the lower half can spend as much money as they want to buy the players they need to compete that's a more even competition yeah um, and somehow we found our way through this boom of money to having probably the most even competition in Europe if you forgive leagues like Sweden and uh, Norway which generally do have a kind of much more equal yeah. share of the, I mean, the success I think Bardi said a couple of pods ago got seven teams you could possibly win the league yeah and you know that's I guess that's something something to be to be admired but yeah. it does feel that um I mean, Leicester have done well. They've only lost um, Kante of their major players. So that's, I mean, the window's got a week left. A lot could happen in a week. But if they do keep their players, and that's probably... Well, uh, that's important players have signed contracts or, yeah. or Kante's gone. Because Drinkwater signed one, Mahrez signed one. He's a good player, Drinkwater. The, um, and uh, the, unfortunately for, for them, great for me, because I hate Leicester, is uh, Mendy's got injured, didn't he? I don't know how bad he's Oh, God, yeah, the one who replaced Kante, yeah. Yeah, and he looked, he looked tidy against Arsenal. Um... What do you think of their group, Leicester? They're gonna are they gonna be happy? Because you know what's gonna happen. They've been drawn this average group. So Porto, Bruges, and Copenhagen. Yeah, yeah. But they're gonna struggle because I've seen it before in football. <laughs> they, everyone would expect them to do well, but they'll struggle and they'll miss out on that glory tie. It's more important for them to have a glamour tie than Tottenham for it. Yeah, very much, very much. Um, it's just difficult to really say because I'm mean, going harking back to the nineties once again, but. Mm. The United team are very dominant in the early 90s and they got, they got destroyed in Europe every single time. And you've got Leicester who no one could find a way to, to beat them because um, they can have, the, they can have um, I don't know, 30-40% possession and win games. Well, they're, they're playing teams that are going to sit back a little bit, surely. Or maybe Porto yeah. would be a bit more expansive. But I'd imagine, can you imagine a game where Leicester are sitting back, oh. Copenhagen are sitting back, yeah. fuck all happens for 90 minutes. Um and essentially that's how people got at Dortmund uh, when Klopp played uh, Klopp managed them is that they just refused to come out and made them play um, do you think we're prepared for the Champions League uh, where do we need strengthening is that your question um, yeah, just, no name just, next just, to just part of the one in order okay so uh, what do you think do you think we're ready it's one of those it's one of those situations where I don't think we'll ever really truly be ready. It's one of those things where you'll only what get ready. You, well, I'm gonna, you'll only be ready by playing in the competition and seeing. And I mean, it's, it's obviously a bit suck it and see, but I don't think there's ever going to be a situation where we've got competition for every single place. For example, um, don't know, open Ericsson kind of worms again, but he doesn't have much competition for his place. Yeah. So he can play bad for five games and still play. And. <laughs> I think for the Champions League, we like we like it to be in a position where everyone's got competition for their place. Um, if Harry Kane, so up front we've only got two strikers, mm. 
ideally we'd have three if we're going to play two up top because we've got someone on the bench who can come on and, and do a job so yeah. are we prepared I don't think we fully are but I'm not massively nervous about what, what, when I said prepared prepared what does that mean prepared for what are we prepared well, to do we have to, to 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 compete on all fronts? I think is is probably the the thinking behind the question. To okay. compete in because in the Europa League we can play um, the likes of Tom Carroll and Harry Winks and be okay. Yeah, but I think in the Champions League, we, I don't think he's going to get away with playing a Dortmund team that he played at, at Dortmund away with um, Carroll and Mason in midfield. I don't think he's going to be able to to get away with that. So we need the, in which case we do need three maybe. I think Could, yeah, two or three. Yeah. training with Spurs is that right? That's a rumor. Yeah. Well, it's hot. It's ten to seven now, and the wind and it shuts at five to play tomorrow. So, I don't think it's been completed. So, we'll probably play against. Um, don't play anyhow. Well, play next game. Mm. So, well, but we have uh, my understanding that Enkidu transfer is that he wouldn't. He's not. It's like NG, isn't it? He's not. Where's he? What's happening with him? Is he gone or what? I don't. I don't even know. But Enkidu was rated one of. I think. I think there's. Um, list of the top young players in Europe and Nkudu was on that list is it bad that I'm just thinking NG when I think of Nkudu it's, it's natural it's natural because um... you just think nippy winger from yeah. France like NG they both have N at the beginning of their name <laughs> they're the same player with an apostrophe they're the yeah. same player it's, I don't really know because um... you hate NG don't you I hate him as a player yeah I don't, yeah, I don't say hate look, him as a person he looks so incompetent though he looks like he doesn't know what the fuck is yeah. going on. Like, it literally looks like every photo he's in, he's yeah. like, what the fuck am I doing? Exactly. Here? Like, who are these people? It's uh, like he's been plucked and just dropped in our dressing yeah. room. Yeah, and then we've got the Zaha rumours this week. Um, what, what do you think about that? Oh, I don't really, I don't fancy him. Why? I just think he's just another Townsend. People are saying he's more talented than Townsend. Um, often... Since often, I put an exaggeration what we say because because his dad's been on our podcast, we always defend him. But yeah. I don't believe it's that. All I think Town Andrew Townsend is a, is a good player. Maybe not Spurs level, maybe a level below us. Crystal Palace kind of team probably suits Andrew Townsend. And I feel with with Zaha, I feel maybe he's mid table as well. He's not pulling up any trees at Palace. Mm. But the argument against that is Pochettino can fix him. Yeah, what, and if, saying, and what would you do if Pardew was your boss? How hard are you going to work? Really? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> That's true, but um, what is it? So, Sorry, um, mate. Okay. No, no, no. So the argument is that Poch can fix, fix him and playing a better player, playing with the best English striker in the league and Harry Kane, he'll have someone to supply the bullets to. Did we talk about Munir in the last pod? No, because there's a blog about Munir, isn't it, in the fighting? But we didn't talk about it. Not in depth, so no. So let, let me just get your thoughts on him because... I know nothing about him, right, sorry. Right, right. Let, let, let me pose something to you, right? Then, because in the same way that Enkidu is NG... Yeah. I think Munir, and I don't actually think this, but this is where my thought pattern went. Munir is Dos Santos, or any, <laughs> any any one of the periphery strikers that they seem to have a million of. Yeah. Right? These are these are. This is why we shouldn't necessarily get excited about Munir if he does come. Any striker with a modicum of talent would look good in Barcelona's team. Giovanni Dos Santos scored a hat trick on his last game for for. Barcelona played something like 43 games so it's not even a case of they, they don't know how good or bad this player is because you're playing with Messi San, uh, Messi fucking Neymar and, and Suarez Yeah. so 13 million I'm not saying don't take a punt let's give it a go there's a buyback clause which what would you, it must be significant yeah. a, a big price if they wanted him back um, but if he's worth that much money 
he's had such a good if Barcelona want him back basically he must be have had such a good couple of years uh, in that in, in that Spurs team that he's, he's, it's worth giving him a, a punt so I don't think we shouldn't buy him because of the, the buyback clause but I just think we should be wary of buying players from Barcelona that have no chance of making it at Barcelona I think buying wide players is such a gamble um, I mean we've probably ha- I mean we've all seen the best winger of the last few years play for our club in Gareth Bell but for every Gareth Bell there's um, loads of wingers that we've bought don't cut the mustard and um, it's a difficult position to really buy for because you'd think that someone like Zaha is young he's malleable he was um, Alex Ferguson's last purchase as Manchester United manager so maybe he saw something maybe Pochettino can can ignite that in him mm. but Will Zaha get more goals than Chadley? Probably not. I don't know. And, I and, think, uh, think an upgrade on Chadley. I don't think I don't think he is. If he's an upgrade in memory, he's better on the eye, but he's not going to contribute more goals or assists. So, I just I just read this question about us um, having City, Arsenal, Chelsea, and United after the games. Yeah. How can we have four team, four players, four four clubs to play after three games? Got six games, mate. <laughs> we play them home and away. <laughs> we play these teams yeah. twice. No. <laughs> I'll edit that out. That, that was from you don't know. Yeah, but so what? I, got, I, I said Kaz is down. That's true, that's true. Anyway, you so we've like. got City, Woolwich, Chelsea uh, and, and United. That's a- I think um, Arsenal or Woolwich are away. Um, I think Arsenal and United is away. I think uh, do we, uh, the uh, part other part of that question was is is our is our squad anywhere good enough for this? That, that links into what we said earlier on. Yeah, it does. It definitely does link into it. But I just think I think you'll play a weakened team in Champions League now that we we probably can. I think I'm not saying it's weak as the one we sent out at Dortmund, but Kane will probably get rested. Jansen will start. Um, if we buy a couple of players, well, Dembele Dembele is available for these games, so yeah, yeah first look at him. When, when's he back for the league again? Oh, let's not do this again. Really, I just want let's, to know. let's not do this. We're just so much. I'm not going. I'm not going to put a club out of the air and get fucking towed <laughs> off by Wendy again. <laughs> Wendy's quite. He's quite aggressive, isn't he? When when someone says something factually incorrect, he's, he's very quick. To he gets a vein popping in his head. Yeah. yeah. Um, but now he's, he's available for those games. Good. Uh, so. Uh, Burden Paul says, I'm only, I'm only able to go to one of the home games. Which one do you think is going to be the best? Well, probably, the, um, probably the Germany one. Germany home game, do you reckon? Um, yeah, the Leverkusen game. I presume their fans will probably be the most... Um, loud. Most up for it and loud, yeah. I, just think, I, I think you should go because... Uh, just get tickets for any one of them because I think, although I'd much rather it be a wire lane, there is something... There's a curiosity about going to Wembley, seeing up to 90,000 Spurs fans in one place exactly that, so I mean either any one of those games are going to be interesting yeah no all, I think maybe the last the final home game of the of the group would be best because that'll have something riding on it at least mm. so I'd probably suggest this the last one um, I was asked another question which, which we've got to say um, from yeah. Gavin Christopherson on Twitter who will be the surprise performer for our games in the Champions League I'm betting on Son being a key player with his experience it's not a bad shout. Um, Son's a weird one. Like my dad loves him. My dad absolutely loves him. But we haven't really seen enough of, of, of him to, to decide. I know he had the injury. It's quite a, a difficult injury to heal properly as well. Yeah, it was. I forget what it's called. It's a, it's a Latin name. Yeah. But, um, it's one of those ones where you know recover through it from rest. 
and, said, and as an athlete, if I you're read up on that, and it's a year. Yeah, it can be a year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So maybe he's not playing at 100. percent I'm not sure, but I, I, I see where he's coming. He, he understands the uh, European football. He played well in Germany. Obviously, we wouldn't have paid 22 million if that wasn't the case. Well, Leverkusen is a team we bought him from, isn't it? That's right. Yeah, we did. So um, we'll see. I think there's more to come from him. It's just you don't get excited when you see his name. That's. But who do you expect to be Arsenal's best performer? Because I don't think we predicted Bell would have got the hat trick, for example, before that season started. Uh, no, not before the season started. It's tricky to do it now, but I think we knew the player that Bell was at the time. Yeah, it is, yeah. Um, and it was an incredible evening. Um, the thing is, that all, that we've got such consistent performers throughout our squad that it's, is it really hard, a surprise? it's hard to prick if, if anyone's going to come out and do it. I just think it'll be uh, more of the same, really. I, I, I'd be surprised if, if anyone out of the current squad surprises me they'd have to have a fucking incredible yeah. incredible uh, 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 um, European champion I could hear Deli Ali feeling at home on that stage yeah. he was he, I mean he played for England in the Euros some might say well that might be an indication of how he'll do for Spurs but the England team I don't think it was ever really harmonious at Spurs there's a lot of lot of harmony a lot of camaraderie yeah. and I believe that the Champions League could be his coming out party yeah, so I, I'd say him. I just yeah, I think he's got a lot, a lot to learn, but all of those experiences will help him help him perform and um, and become the player we hope he, he, or, or the hype claims him to be. Um, Lamella obviously has always thrived in European competition, especially in the Europa League. Um, when, well, he hasn't played in the Champions League, is he? Yeah. Uh, even when he's poor, uh, poor domestically, uh, do you expect him to keep up his European performances? That's from TTT Tactics. On Twitter, he's written some articles for us, hasn't he? Yeah, he wrote, he wrote a preview for Liverpool today. Um, it's a very good read. Um, he forgot that Hugo Lloris is injured, but we can, we can forgive him that. What, what, that was in the article? Yeah. <laughs> so, who let him down? Did he let himself down or did we let him down by letting it go? And I, think we, I think we may have uh, missed it on the, on the edit. So, there's a little from column A, a little from column B. <laughs> we share we responsibility. Game. Up your game. <laughs> I, I don't lower myself to deal with football uh, to the website anymore. So uh, I'll, uh, I think it was Bardi probably. Yeah, Flaz be busy being the mouth of Tottenham. Yeah, <laughs> King, no, it was, <laughs> yeah, I got accused on Reddit. Oh yeah. Uh, basically, what this fucking Ericsson thing? I, I cast an opinion on Ericsson, right? Which you're entitled to. Which I mean, I, I think I'm entitled to it. I, I get what they're saying is that you're, we, we've been lucky enough to build a podcast and lots of people listen to it, right? That's that's great, and I get that what we say people listen to. They, they, most of them probably think we're talking utter bullshit but it is just an opinion people, yeah. I'm not saying I'm right about Ericsson but people are getting quite angry about this I just don't understand why people are getting so upset it is just an opinion well, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't well, agree with it what, what was the guy who said he, I, I, he said uh, this is coming from a guy who calls himself the mouth of Tottenham, Tottenham. <laughs> <laughs> I am the mouth of Tottenham bitch <laughs> I'm the king um, that's just ridiculous it's just a man with opinion that's it that's all it was but yeah. um, with regards to Lamella um it, the pre-season started brilliantly, um, played very well against Everton, got the goal. Against Palace, I don't think he was that great um, against Palace, personally. Mm. But as of Lamella, if he plays badly, he still doesn't hide, still starts to make tackles and make things happen. He's not a play suits it, doesn't he? I think with the slow pace of, of Europe, of Champions League, I think he'll definitely thrive and could well be our star, could well be our star player. All right, I'm going to round this up now. Uh, T, how far can we go in this competition? Semis. Oh, I love a semi. Actually, we could fucking win it. Fuck Do you know it. what I love? The best thing about semi is just walking around after you got out of bed in the morning. A nice little semi. You walk around and it looks like you've got a massive cock flapping yeah. around. Your missus is in line bed. She's looking going, fancy a bit of that. 
women love semis. I do, yeah. yeah. And men love semis, uh, semi-finals especially. So a bit worried about your lack of reaction there, T. I'm just, try, I'm just trying to think of, trying to manufacture a response to that, really. No, you're, you're trying to not think about semi-heroic penises. No, I'm trying to laugh. I've got to get a train home for me. I don't want to be like on a train of a fucking semi, you know. <laughs> I have to put my jacket over, on my lap. Yeah, do you ever have that when you was kids, when you was uh, like on a bus? And obviously, I, I, I would love, absolutely love to go back to the day when I could get an erection just by sitting on a bus. Now it's the take, vibrations. It takes the most awful kind of porn just to get a twinge out of my, out of my cock. <laughs> As long as, long as no one dies during the making of that porn and that, that's fine. I've looked, there is none. It's always faked. I'm, I'm joking. Well, like, snuff movies are faked as well. Yeah, I don't know. I've never looked at snuff movies and, and the only porn I watch is very healthy porn. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm, I'm very the same. Good. Um, but how far do you think we can get them? Uh, semis is a big shout. I'm, I'm, I don't think that we can win it, realistically. Yeah. Although Liverpool shouldn't have won it the year they did. You never know how these competitions go. You get big teams get knocked out. Uh, so football's a, f- a funny old game, as Jimmy Grew said all those years ago. So if, if the draw goes your way, then then I think you can. I think you can get as far as a semi. I'd say. Um, what would be great is if Arsenal get knocked out of the Europa League. You have to go down to the Europa League, and just that—that that was the greatest thing about the the, the 2010 season is the fact that we we got we went a stage further than they. Yeah. Did. And we and remember, right? We never get further in anything exactly. than Arsenal. And we did. And they've not been further since. They've they not, not been as far since. Have they not? I don't think they've reached a quarter final since we did. Incredible. So we, oh, that's just beautiful. But there was a great moment against AC Milan at White Hart Lane where the whole crowd was just, oh, you watching Arsenal? And people go, again, going back to that oh, Matt's small club mentality, there is nothing better than 36,000 people at White Hart Lane together in unison in their hatred of Arsenal. Fucking hate those cunts. Honestly, semi-central. I'm not above hating them. Uh, fuck no. I never will be. I wouldn't want to be above. I'd rather be classed as a seven-year-old child supporting a club the size of Hereford United yeah. if it meant I, that I couldn't enjoy Arsenal's failures. But um, we've, we've been asked by a few people about West Ham, um, you know, have a, have, oh, yeah. a, have a moment of laughter. <laughs> it was great. It was absolutely great. See, the funny thing is, is that I know Nicky from West Ham Fan TV. Yeah, he's a, he's the one who interviewed that guy. Yeah, he interviewed the guy who's, who, who just lost it completely, and uh, it just blew up today. Um, and I, I kind of I love Nicky to bits, so I, I'm not sure how he feels about it. But it was great that they just drew, first off the weirdness of drawing the exact same team twice, yeah. and then being knocked out by. Genuinely a shit team. Twice. Twice. <laughs> it's fucking brilliant. They've moved into this new stadium, new ginormous stadium. I'd love to know the attendance actually tomorrow, at, uh, last night. Um, they've moved into this new stadium and they've fucked it. Because, and, and you know what it is, I do, as much as I loathe West Ham fans because, pretty much because they loathe us really, but. That's the only reason I really hate them. Yeah, other than that, they're just this weird little club that pipe up every now and then. But what, what, um, well, I do feel sorry for their fans because it, it's important. We know how good it is going from watching your team play away. All you want to do is, do is watch your team go and play away. A nice little draw in, in kind of Western Europe. Yeah. Follow on mass. It's a great experience. And if anyone hasn't done it, try and get tickets for the away games in Europe for Spurs. It's, it's nothing better than following your team. Um, and, and it's been denied again. Like last year, they threw it. What was their team like last night? Do you know? I've got no idea. I, I, yeah, I didn't really pay much attention other than to the point where they were but lost. The, the amusing thing is, um, I believe there was a girl wearing a Diego Costa shirt at the game last night. She was there with her fellow who was wearing a West Ham shirt. And um, 
I believe there's a picture of a bloke of a boy in a Spurs shirt. No way. In the, in the ground. So no way. Is that, that true? Just, is that true? Well, unless someone's very good at Photoshop, I don't think I don't was think it? it was Photoshopped. I You've saw, seen it? I saw a physical picture of it, yeah. Fucking hell, mate. Yeah, so, so their fans aren't happy about that. And on Sunday, they played Bournemouth and... Um, I forget the Twitter handle, but there's a Millwall fan saying, um, this is probably the first time I'm going to go to West Ham's ground. I don't know if I'm going to get a smash in the face or get my face painted. And, and you know, not West Ham fans are responding to him angry. This is, well, you know, look. This is the yeah, Your club is dying live on TV and it's, it's soulless. I mean, I hate... There's, I mean, the Millwall fan said, you know, I hate West Ham, but it's just sad to see because they're, they're a very proud club and mm. they've become almost Arsenal-like. Yeah. It is going to kill them, isn't it? And... It's a shame. It's a shame. It doesn't like that West Ham support, Millwall support doesn't fit in well with modern football. And I, no. I understand the reasons, and I understand that the. I mean, you only have to go to West Ham at White Lane, and you, the atmosphere is thick. Yeah. Like people want it massively, kicks off, and and it's fun for me. I enjoy it, but for kids and whatnot, it would be it would be scary. But that that doesn't fit anymore. It's no. new stadia, soft seats. It's it's, it's like um, it's like Ian Beal in East Enders. He was trying, he was trying to better himself. Yeah. And he was looked down upon for better himself. So yeah. I guess uh, Millwall are the rest of the people in East Enders and, and Ian Peel is West Ham. And, and Ian Peel became a tramp. So yeah, exactly. It so. all, all works out. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I just, yeah, it's a shame. It's a shame. It's a shame to see that. It's not. See what it is. It's not like fuck West Ham. Do you know what I mean? But it's a shame to see throwbacks to what football was like. The atmosphere, the passion, the, the working class element to it. Um, it is being gentrified in every way. Because uh, we've got our own concerns of our new stadium, and um, yeah, I mean, ideally we'd have White Hart Lane as it is now, but just with more seats in it. And that's what you want a new stadium to be. You want it to be what it, what we have now, but more seats. You don't want it to be like um, somewhere that's soulless. And um, is it up to the fans to do that? Or is it up to the club? I think it's a little from, a little bit from both. And that seems to be happening at Tottenham, doesn't it? They, yeah. they, they are listening. They, that that the, the one single tier. I mean, I, I'm in my, the cynic in me says that they needed a single tier to fit a, the, the NFL pitch under. Yeah. But whatever, they, I think they were aware that the cop end is something that fans love. Yeah. You know, Dortmund's the cop at, um, at Liverpool. So there is some sort of there is dialogue, and there there are they are listening. I think to the fans. I think actually we've got, probably got the best chance of making a new stadium work right. Yeah. Um, I think actually though that the seats should be made into really rough chops of wood like off a tree like really horrible seats and no one, <laughs> no one wants to fucking sit on don't close up properly yeah so that everyone has to stand oh they were doing people for standing weren't they at West Ham at the Olympic Stadium yeah they're going through doing them for sit for, for standing what but... you, is that because it's a public stadium rather than a football ground yeah I think apparently Newham Council won't allow the extra capacity if everyone stands but fuck it it's funny fuck Newham <laughs> Council fuck safety advisory boards fuck all that shit Fuck them. Fuck them. Fuck them and eat them. This has been the special episode. Was it a six? Yeah, six. It's six. season six, episode five. And uh, yeah, more reactionary pods like this when shit comes up that we need to talk about. Yeah. Um, we'll be back on Monday. No, Tuesday. Because bank yeah. holiday. Uh, I've, I've heard, I got, I got a message from a little bird just before we started recording. Now this might fuck up your, your planning, T. In fact, it's going to. But a certain gold winning Olympic rower Oh god, yeah. Might be coming on the pod next week. Wow. Yeah. As long as it's not Mo Farah, then I don't really mind. No, it's um, Steve Redgrave. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's what Reading or some shit. <laughs> no, <laughs> Matt, Matt Grottrell, friend of Billy T, 
gold winning. I imagine, I'm gonna, if you don't bring your gold medal, he's going home. Yeah, exactly. You can't come on without the medal. Yeah, don't come on. Matt, I know you're going to be listening to this. Don't come on without the medal. Uh, you won't be allowed on the pod. No one wants to hear about your silly little rainbow. All right? Come with a medal. We'll see you next week. Ciao. Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more. And Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to geico.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. 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 Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. 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 With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.